Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the Pacific Revision. I am one of your hosts, Eric, joined by the golden one himself, Miguel. How's it going? It is pretty good here in Sin City. Man, you I know, tell you, Eric, right now. I'm, I'm happy to share this moment with you. You know, we have big news, big news that uh, the, the entire hockey world was waiting for. Uh, Phil Kessel has a kid okay, on the now, way. I know. The new Phil, Phil Kessel, Kessel is what they're going to call Kessel him, too. I heard. Mm-hmm. The new PK Phil too? Kessel, they're going to call him. Uh, what position do you think Phil Kessel 2 is going to play? Um, he's going to be a, a solid defenseman. Defenseman, defenseman. You know what I mean? Are you the opposite of his dad? The opposite of his dad, yeah. Wild. And he's going to be like skinny and jacked too. He's, yep. He's never going to eat a hot dog <laughs> as long as he lives. <laughs> You'll never know the taste of a hot dog. Uh, well, all the best to Phil Kessel. Uh, I, I think we could agree. One of the uh, favorites here on the Pacific Revision. Oh, of course. Who doesn't love Phil the Thrill? You know what I mean? Gotta love him. No, but uh, Jack Eichel, it finally happened. After months and months and months of speculation, waiting, Vegas, arguing. Vegas is like, you know what? We don't have enough injured players. Let's go get one more. You know what's funny? I joked about it last week. I'm like, he fits the culture of Vegas right now. Yes, Jack freaking Eichel is a Vegas Golden Knight. Rocking the number nine once again. Well, I mean, I mean continue only, to rock, only, continuing to rock the number nine. There's only who, one retired number, right? In Vegas? Who was, yeah, who was held formerly. He got a big case to fill. Can I guess? Go ahead. Number nine. God damn. Cody Eakin. Cody Eakin. You're close. Damn it. Damn it. It's a Cody. Oh, Cody Glass. God damn it. I should have gotten that one. I should have gotten that one. I'm going to tell you. Here's a hint. It's it's someone we drafted. I got to be honest. Cody Glass played like four games for you guys. (laughs) He played like 20. It's like four games. Did I mean, he had the production of only playing like four games. No, there you go. Yes, Jack Eichel. Initial reactions. So okay. So I wake up, and the first thing as many humans do when they wake up nowadays, they grab their cell phone. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Most no, most humans do that nowadays. The first thing you do when you wake up is you grab your cell phone. I grab my cell phone, and I'm like. Why do I have so many notifications? <laughs> I usually get a decent amount of notifications when I'm asleep. But this it's was me, like... It's me just yelling at you while you're sleeping. This was like three times the notifications I normally wake up to. Mm-hmm. And I woke up this morning at 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The best time. The best time. The only time as far as I'm concerned. Uh, same here. Other time zones don't exist. They is there other time zones? I don't know. Yeah, no, what is no, this? That's, doc- that's what I'm saying. This is it. Pacific. What is this? Some end game Doctor Who stuff <laughs> over here with? Doctor Who. Either, either way. So the first the first thing I open. The first thing is you, Eric, would know. Me, Eric, and a few other of the kind of hockey best friends, DJ, Daniel, Andrew. It's like Super Smash Bros. Everybody's Andrew. here. There's a lot of us in there. Yeah. 
The first thing Justice, I do is, is, Antonio. is look at that. Those are the two I was forgetting. There you, I got the, it. <laughs> that's the first thing I look. And what I do is click. You click the red button. It goes all the way back to the top for the last message you read. And I just kind of scrolling through it. And then I see, I think it was Daniel or someone. Oh, I'm hearing that the Ico deal is done. And I'm like, what? Oh, no, that, that, that was me. Oh, that was you then. So, so I was so, kind of experiencing it in, in, in like semi fake real time to me so, so fun fact so no i got it real time it was as i was heading to bed i was heading to bed at 5 30 i couldn't yeah. sleep I, I went to the gym like at 2 a.m just to like oh i had a little bit of anxiety had some energy to, to burn off so like I, I played a little far cry 6 fun game uh went to the gym like at 2 30 because it's like a two minute walk from my house uh came back ate some soup it was great Watched a little TV, then went to bed. And then and then for some reason at like 5 3, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check Twitter one more time. You Just the one more world time. Was about to <laughs> yeah. And literally it caught it. I saw um who was I following? Chris Johnson. He retweeted somebody. I think it was Darren Drager. And it was literally like a minute old. And it said, This is a way to wake up. I go to Vegas. And that's when I texted message you, posted oh, I stuff. That. So I, again, I'm going, this is at 6 30. I'm going through from the beginning. Oh, Vegas. Eichel's supposedly training. I'm like, oh, what? I keep on going. I see you guys talking about, like, this can't be happening. And then I see the other one, the other tweet of saying pretty much it's confirmed and the tweet of what is in, what is being traded. And then as that, I get the notification of where Golden Knights are posting the pic, the picture of the Jack Eichel as the Jack of Jack of Hearts or whatever. The card, you know, I'm sure you saw it. Yes, a playing card. And I'm like, holy shit. And then I, I'm just like, this can't be real life because yesterday we all assumed he was going to be in Calgary by today. You know what I mean? If the quote unquote Matthew Kachuk for Ico, I'm like, who doesn't take that trade? You know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently that was false. As yeah, all the all the rumors are saying that yeah, uh, Chuck not really on the table for Calgary. Both the people from Calgary <laughs> and the people from Buffalo both said that was never. Chuck was never offered, and that was never on the table, which makes sense. You would I, you wouldn't trade. Don't get me wrong, Eichel's better, but Eichel's hurt, so you wouldn't trade Kachuk for Eichel. You know what I mean? Not right now. Well, no, but I, I think you would. But like the fact that it was like to Chuck, like two firsts and like two good prospects, like that was yeah. a lot. That's what I'm saying. And then last night, you you can attest to this. Like I was like, Vegas is not beating that. Vegas is not no, matching that. Vegas not. can't match that if no they wanted can. to. So, so that was all let's, false. Let's talk about what the deal actually was. So to Vegas, uh, Jack, Jack Eichel. Eichel and a 2023rd conditional third. Yeah. And then to Ve- uh, to Buffalo, Peyton Krebs, uh, your top prospect in the Vegas pipeline. Alex Tuck, a future first round pick that is top ten protected next year, and a future second round pick the year after that. What a steal! Must I say? When when there, when Vegas was rumored to go be in for Ico, I'm like, there's no way we win this trade. There's just no. Wait, and don't get it wrong. I'm not saying Buffalo lost. I'm just saying Vegas got a real good deal. Alex Tuck, you know how much I love Alex Tuck. He is great. That kid, that man, because he's not really a kid anymore, has so much potential. <laughs> I was about to say that's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> he has so much upside. 
The problem is he's literally never been at a home opener for Vegas because he's been injured. The first year, he just didn't make the roster because of cap and all that stuff. Uh, and just trying to cut, but without losing people. So they're trying to make trades. Either way, but he was injured to start the second, third, and fourth season. And he's had injuries that has put him out for a minimum at a month and most of the time two to three months every season. So it's a shame because it just felt like you, I saw the potential flashes of potential of him. He just never seemed to be able to stay healthy enough to reach those levels. And I hope he is able to in Buffalo because I, I still like Tuck. I still hope he does well. He has a lot. So he has a lot of upside. And he's also he's, from that area. So that's kind of cool. And so he grew up a Buffalo's fan, a Sabres fan. So, and he is from up to, uptown New York. So, Syracuse, I believe. Syracuse, exactly. So, I mean, I'm actually happy that he didn't end up like, ooh, I end up in a shitty ass team. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he did end up in a shitty ass team, but he's happy about it, and I'm happy for him. Now, the Buffalo Sabres are currently in a playoff spot, and the Vegas Golden Knights are not. So, now the first round pick, top 10 protected, you can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. Because in reality, if Vegas is ever going to get a top 10 pick, it could be this fucking season. So I'm glad it's top 10 protected. Other than that, it's probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't even be top 10 anyways. Not for years. Just because we're going to be in the playoffs for a good while. The second, who cares? Now, Peyton Krebs. This, this does sting a bit because year, year one, you draft... Nicholas Haig, uh, Nick, Cody Glass, and Eric Brandstrom. All Hold on, did you just, did you just say Nicholas? I did say that. Nick Suzuki. <laughs> I, get, I get you hate Montreal, but come on, man. Nick Suzuki, Eric Brandstrom, Cody Glass. Drafted in the first round. All gone. Only one doing well is Suzuki. But even then, he seems to be struggling at the moment. But Cody Glass can't even make the fucking roster in, uh, in Nashville, Nashville, which is shocking. And Brandstrom is struggling, but uh, so yeah, and then so after he's gone, they were like, "Oh, it was easy for us to uh, move on from Cody because we have Peyton Krebs, and Peyton Krebs is going to be the next big thing." He was supposed to be a top ten thing, but because of his slice Achilles, he dropped down to us at I want to say seventeen. It was that year. That's about right. Uh, and they tied them up, and now they traded him away, and. I was like, whatever they do, they can't trade Krebs. That's our future. But then it's Jack Eichel. <laughs> and so to me, I would say this is a pretty even even trade. Good for both sides. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Eichel wasn't happy in Buffalo. Even before the next stuff, he wanted out. He said he wanted to be on a winning team. And now he got it. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um... So clear, clearly, I'm not a Vegas fan. Nope. Uh, surprise, shocker. You um, talk shit any given moment that you can about Vegas. Absolutely. I look at this trade. It's weird because given the Eichel situation, given where he's at health-wise, um, given the fact that we don't know when he's coming back, and given the salary, this package both seems like a lot and not enough at the same time. Yeah. It doesn't, and it doesn't make sense. It's it's all because like you have no idea. Like again, like 
It's Jack Eichel, but it's a Jack Eichel mixery box. We'll see when he comes back because, again, when he comes back in about four to five months, I think is a timetable for his return. He'll be gone from hockey for more than a year. More than a year in a, in a year that it was hard to, you know, for a lot of people to stay healthy, keep active and all that stuff. So who knows? Like if, if Vegas gets, you know, old Jack Eichel, they're easily a favorite next year. But, you know, you're trading a little bit, a little bit of now success for the future. And I think that's great. You still have them after this year for three more years at $10 million, which is a lot, but that's a top 10 center in the league. So you, sh- you know, take your shot at it. It does oh. cost them like actual bucks, but like, can't be mad at this. You can't. And I have, I'm sure Eichel is going to, will be back to his old self after the surgery. And if here, here's the biggest, it's two, it's twofold. This is definitely a two edged sword in this situation. Because, like I said, what we gave up for Eichel, love it. Love it. Uh, two, the problem is cap, 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 cap. We were already pretty much up against it, and now we're 10 million over. And, I think, and, and like 22 well, 10, of that. No, we're, we're five. We're five over. Because Tuck contract was 5.3 or something like that. So you're about five over now, and even Simmons. But, but all together, did the math. All healthy, all skaters on the thing. They're about five million over the cap, including Eichel. And so, you have twenty two million on on LTIR right now, so that gives yeah. you a little bit of flexibility. Like you don't have to worry about this until people are going to start coming back, which might be a we while. We literally don't have to worry about this until next season, in my opinion, because. So they put a uh, stone retroactively on LTIR so that they can make this Eichel trade because he wasn't on LTIR and stone has been skating actually. So he's actually, I don't know if he's ready to come back yet, but he's been practicing. He's been practicing now with the team, but he's been skating on the ice. So usually that tells you he's probably a week or two weeks out, but it doesn't matter. They put him retrospectively on LTIR. So he's good to come back after the seventh, which is in three days. So next week, doesn't mean he's gonna come back next week. Who knows? I don't know, but he could if he wanted to. And since they already got Jack Eichel in and onto LTIR, that doesn't become an issue any anymore. But and I don't think this team will be a hundred percent healthy anyways at any point this season. So I'm not concerned about that. It's more next season. But and we'll get into that at a later time. But there's players like Riley Smith making five million. He's probably not coming back. He's a UFA this offseason. He's due a raise anyways. And we're five million exactly over the cap. So I'm I will hate I hate to see it. I hate that misfit line to break up, but that might be where we fit in Jack Eichel. But again, it's Jack Eichel, so you do what you can. And if you're if you're able to maintain I mean we don't know if it's gonna work, but if you're able to keep a top line of Pacioretty, Stone, and Eichel at full hundred percent health. That that's a nasty line on paper. On paper, of course, we you don't know if they're gonna blend well together. You know, Stone and Pacioretty blend well together. You don't. You just don't ever know. But c- could you imagine that top line, dude? 
Unfortunately, I can. And it's the angry part. Uh, te- technically, if you want to be specific about it, you have your whole top line on LTIR right now. Yeah, the, literally our entire, our three best players, our top line is all on LTIR at the moment. But man, that, and, and, and if Vegas is able to make the playoffs, which is still a long way to go, if they're able to make a payoff, playoffs and they get healthy, Come playoff time, and they pull a, a Tampa Bay. You got the the top line of Stone, Ico, Pacioretty. Second line is the misfit line of Marshall Smith, Carlson, and Smith. And then your fucking third line has Chandler Stevenson probably at center. Patrick Nolan, Patrick uh, Dadanov. Then you got Yanmark, Wah, and Colasar on the fourth line. That's pretty solid up and down, to be honest with you. And that could cause a real problem in the playoffs. The biggest thing, though, and I'm not getting overly excited just yet, is that at the end of the day, Eichel has been off the ice for, I don't know, how it's gonna long? Be, it's going to be around 15 months by the time he comes back. 15 months before he comes back. And then he, he's going to be skating with a team he's never skated with, players he's never played with. He can... Uh, on the road of his recovery, he can skate six weeks after the surgery, and then three months after that, maybe contact stuff. So three to four months after that. It's like look at Petrangelo. He was with the team the whole year, and he honestly didn't really start hitting his stride with Vegas until about the playoffs. And now he's been good this season, and he's been our, probably our best defenseman. Oh, his numbers are garbage, though, but that's just reflective on how much Vegas has been leaning on him. No, uh, I know, I know. But uh, oh, with man. nobody else around. <laughs> Petrangelo, it took Petrangelo the whole season to get accustomed to the Vegas style, and now he's great for us. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, we let's say we get Ico in the playoffs, we pull a Kucherov, uh, but at the same time, like, does it mean he's going to mesh right away? So does it guarantee us a cup or even a deep run? I mean, that's what I want. That's what we. That's what you want. I know that's what you want. I can see it in your face. We all no. want that. No, we no. want that. But nobody wants that. The realistic side of me says, even if they get into the playoffs and then everyone's healthy, it doesn't necessarily mean. And I wouldn't consider Vegas the favorites just because Eichel hasn't skated in 15 months by that time, and he's never skated with this team or in this system, who, who plays completely different from Buffalo. So. I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. And I'm a little nervous, too, about the future because that means we're going to lose more players. Vegas is going to lose more players that they love this offseason. Oh, you got to be used to it by now. You would think so, but, like, here's my thing. It hurts every time you lose somebody. And it hurt when you lost Flurry. But it's really going to hurt when you lose one of the misfits, like, the last, essentially, like, the last line, the line, this line has stuck together all five years. You know what I mean? Like, and it might come to an end this offseason. It's a little sad. Am I allowed to rant now? Yes, go ahead. Can you fucking let me live for goddamn one fucking week? For one goddamn week, you guys were at the bottom of Pacific. And y'all overreact again and get fucking Jack Eichel. Like, I, I honestly am afraid to see what happens if Vegas actually misses the playoffs. Like, what kind of stunt are they going to do? 
All right. Because each fucking year you guys fuck up in the playoffs. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're able to get somebody, the top free agent, the top fucking trade, uh, trade prospect every fucking time. It doesn't fucking make sense. It just, it boggles my mind. The only pain you guys have known is goddamn year two when you guys blew, blew game seven against the Sharks in the first round. And they hurt. And you guys get everything. Everything. I don't get it. I don't get it. Vegas has been very fortunate. I'll say that. I don't fucking understand. This does a lot. This year, it does nothing. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think you're going to see the fruits of this labor this year at all. I agree. It, and it, it, it's, it's fine. It's a fine risk. You know what I mean? If Vegas sucks this year because of the injuries, it happens. It happened to Tampa Bay when they were really good, like three years ago. You know, they missed the playoffs and they had, you know, Stamkos out for a long time, uh, Kucherov out for a long time. That's before the the cup winning teams, before they won the president's trophy and got swept in the first round. There were years where they were really good, but even with a loaded roster, the injuries caught up to them and it will happen to you. If Vegas misses the playoffs this year, who cares? Who cares? Next year, you you have a top. Next year, you have a top line. No, I'm going. Imagine if Vegas misses the playoffs and wins the lottery. You would win the lottery. How would you, you feel? Would. Eric? How would you feel? Angry, angrier than I am now. And I'd be like, Do you know how many LA has never won the top pick in the in the fucking draft ever? I mean, Vegas hasn't either, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh my god. But could you yeah, imagine? Stupid You know what would end up fucking happening? Goddamn uh, Vegas PR puts out like a slot machine fucking graphic of number one pick one or something. Hit the jackpot. You know what? Oh. If Vegas misses the playoffs, I'll say this now. You can we'll have it on record. If Vegas misses the playoffs this year and wins the lottery, it is definitely rigged for Vegas favor. I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that. It's not gonna happen, oh. but if it does. The whole theme, the whole theme for fucking anyone hoping for the first one, first uh, overall pick this year, paying for shame. If you guys win the the first what overall, there's no pain. Through, who? What team has gone through more pain than Vegas this season? Arizona. Let, hold on, Arizona. Hold Literal physical pain because this team has had. Have you seen an Arizona Coyotes game? It hurts to has, watch. This team has two broken feet, foot. And undisclosed injuries for everyone else. Lower body injuries. And you have body. one hard season. One hard season. Everyone, I have, my team technically has more injuries than yours. Uh, we have more valuable injuries. Though. Oh, whatever. We can't, have, we can't afford to be more terrible than we already probably were going to be. We don't, have don't, like, give, don't give me that. We have like 30 million on LTIR right now. Oh my God. <laughs> You're 22 over. 22. It's 22 million, all right? You're, you're gonna make Tampa's 18 million over <laughs> look oh, like that's, nothing. That's gonna be so. I guess if it happens and we win, that's gonna be so fucking funny. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna get shit face. My biggest issue is the goddamn, there's always gonna be something else. This isn't the end of it. It never is. I know. I think next year we go after you somehow, McDavid. You so next, <laughs> next year we go after McDavid. You hear that, Dan Nation Dan? We're going after McDavid next. If it doesn't work this season, we're getting David McDavid next. <laughs> oh my god. And I hate that. Like uh, it could probably happen. You'll figure it out. Oh it my god. 
I just don't know. I just, there's always going to be something else. There's always going to be something else. Because I remember, I remember saying about Petrangelo, like, how the fuck are they going to fit him under the cap? Or we get, Ma- did. we get Matthews. We're like, hey, look, you're super close to Arizona without having to actually play for Arizona now. How does that sound? Uh, Austin? We did, we did do the joke one of uh, fucking Mitch Marner. <laughs> Mitch oh, Marner. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who's next? That's all, that's 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 what's gonna happen. You traded away Flurry for cap space. Like someone's like, okay, fucking Chicago bailed you out. Yeah, they did. Who's gonna bail you out next to? Um, why is the entire league helping Vegas now? Who doesn't like Vegas, man? What what dirt do you have on the other GMs? They're just like, you know what? Free hotel. We got some buffet passes when you come to Vegas. Come watch Celine Dion on a strip. I'm watching Dion, yep. And a lot, a lot of, I mean, because there are a lot of Canadians, but a lot of hockey players, when they come, they do come to the Celine Dion show, which is hilarious. I mean, I'm sure it's a spectacular show. She always wears Golden Knights jersey during, during like, one of her songs. I'm going to go boo Celine Dion. I'm going to take all all my frustrations on Celine Dion now. (laughs) I mean, I have no issue. Uh, Any any last words? I think we're good. But go be angry. Uh, Jack Eichel's a golden knight. Get used to it. I Can't feel bad I'm... for the rest of the teams in the Pacific when Vegas is healthy. Fucking I, God damn We it. already were bullying the rest of you guys. And it's just going to get worse. Just let me have one. Just let me fucking one week. I had one hey, week. I mean, you, Vegas, Kings might end up better than Vegas this year. <sighs> Who cares? You're just going to trade for somebody else. Miguel, no, Miguel, I'm done. I'm done. I'm angry. Miguel, where can people find you? You guys can find me at Miguel Kicks on Twitter, on Instagram, pretty much anywhere on the internet, and Twitch most specifically. Also, Collectors Lobby on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe on that. I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway real soon on that channel in the next week or two. So make sure to check that out. Eric, where can we find you? You can watch me uh, spiral into a deep, dark hockey-related depression over at at underscore Eric Oriana, Twitter and Instagram. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go be upset at Eternals tonight. Hope y'all have a good day. Thank y'all for tuning in and peace. Son of a bitch.